You're watching KCMI TV. Glad you joined me. Uh, have a great time today. And uh, I want to talk about healing. <clears throat> and this is, <clears throat> excuse me, this is really something that's um, probably from a personal level. And uh, I've been struggling with a, a wrist injury and uh, just <clears throat> seeking God for healing and things. And it's been a kind of an ongoing thing. And, uh, you know, sometimes when you're you're fighting some kind of sickness or, or problem and uh, you know God says that, that by his stripes we're healed and um, but it just seems to to linger and if you're not careful you begin uh, to become frustrated with the Lord on Lord you know, I've prayed the prayer of faith. I've had people lay hands on me. I've read faith scriptures. I've read the scriptures about healing. Uh, there's no sin in my life. And you check the boxes. And you can't find any reason why you're not healed. And you think, if you're not careful, here's what happens. You start getting frustrated or angry with the Lord on why he's not healed you. And uh, the other day I was praying and seeking the Lord about, about some issues and uh, just really, I guess, venting my frustration. And the Lord really spoke to me. He said, son, he said, if you would get as angry and frustrated with the devil who's done this, instead of me, you'd start seeing results. And see, here's, here's the issue. Sickness, uh, injuries are weapons that the devil uses. You know, he'll, he'll come after you, uh, try to make you have a car wreck, have a fall, whatever. The other day, uh, we had had a tremendous amount of snow and ice at, at our home here in Nashville. And I was walking outside and... Uh, feet slipped out from underneath me and I came crashing down on my brick steps and uh, <clears throat> I lay there in the snow and I thought man I'm in trouble I'm afraid I broke something and uh, began to gingerly move around and got up and realized that I was I was sore I was hurting a little bit but I, I had not been injured permanently or long term and that was on a Sunday morning, and the enemy tried to use a weapon of injury against me so I couldn't preach. So injuries are weapons, but sickness is demons. You know, we, we uh, in our society, we don't like to talk, even within the church realm, we don't like to talk too much about 
demonic or demons, um, makes people uncomfortable. But I can tell you this, cancer is a demon. Diabetes is a demon. Arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis is a demon spirit. And they're, they're not in your spirit, man, because that's regenerated. But we live in an unregenerated body. This body that you and I are in is not going to heaven. When that trumpet sounds and we lift up off of the ground, there's a metamorphosis that's going to take place in the moment in the twinkling of an eye. And the Bible says that, that our corruptible, this old body that's dying, is going to put on incorruption and this mortal is going to put on immortality. So your spirit man is already eternal, it's redeemed, but your natural man is unregenerated and it's perishing. That's why Paul said, though the outward man perisheth, he said, my inward man is renewed day by day. So there are demonic spirits that come against our bodies to try to make our lives less enjoyable. When you're in great pain or you have disease in you, sickness in you, and all of that, it, it takes the quality of life away. And so when God began to talk to me about this, he said, son, don't get frustrated with me that I've not healed you because I already took care of that at Calvary. <laughs> By his stripes, we're not gonna be healed. We are healed. Everything that you and I need was completed at Calvary. This is why the last breath that Jesus had, it says, he declared, it is finished. That means that he made provision for you and I financially, emotionally, relationship-wise, uh, in our health, our spirit man. He left nothing undone. At Calvary, provision was made for every facet of our life, body, soul, and spirit. So when we start, see, this is a trick of the enemy. When healing doesn't come right away, we want to start pointing our finger at God and saying, you have the power and you said you would do it. How come I'm not healed? And God's saying, I already did it. This ain't me. This is the demon spirit. This is the enemy. This is Satan. You need to get frustrated with the enemy. So one of the dangers that happens when we inadvertently let our frustration shift from the enemy to God, to the Lord Jesus, is when you become frustrated with somebody that you're in a relationship with, at that point, fellowship stops until you get it resolved. When you allow the enemy to make you become discontent or angry or frustrated with Jesus, at that point, the, the growth of the relationship comes to a standstill. When it comes to a standstill, then your authority comes to a standstill. 
And see, James talks a lot about this. He says, show me your faith without your works. I'll show you my faith by my works. And faith worketh by love, Galatians says. And so faith is directly tied to authority. And so when you are dealing with demonic things, demonic sickness, the only thing that, that you need in order to defeat that thing is authority. And when Jesus, he said this to his disciples, he said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me. In Acts, I think it's one, maybe chapter eight, the Bible says that you shall be endued with power from on high and God's going to give us authority and power over every unclean spirit. He said, I give you power to tread or to crush the head of the serpent. So there is in us the inherent ability, the authority of God. Authority, there is no authority that does not come from submission to authority. A policeman that pulls you over and stops you for speeding and comes up to you and, and writes you a ticket, you, when you see that light, you pull over because it's not just him that's pulling you over, it's the authority that he represents. When, hallelujah, when you come against demonic spirits, when, when I pray for sick people, I don't come against the demon of, of Parkinson's disease or uh, diabetes or arthritis, heart issues, blindness out of my own strength. I am standing in proxy of Jesus Christ because I am walking in his authority. So not understanding the dynamics of relationship with Jesus will really hurt you. Um, there's a lot of Christians that, um, subjectively they have authority that, that just simply means that God has given it to them, but experientially they don't walk in it. And this is where Paul picks up and he's talking about, he said, not an heir, as long as he is a child is no different from the serpent, from the servant in the house though he be Lord of all. Did you know that you and I are Lord over all of God's inheritance? But he said, as long as the heir, see, the Bible says this, that we are joint heirs with Christ. But just being an heir is not enough. He said, the heir, as long as he is a child, isn't any different from the, from the servant of the house. The servant doesn't have any authority. So what's Paul saying? He's saying that for the heir to walk in the authority of his father, he has to have maturity. Maturity is what releases authority in the Lord. And so... When it, it is an immature act, and, and, I, and I'm learning this, and boy, I've been guilty of this so many times, I just think, you know, it's, it's like having a friend who is extremely wealthy, 
and you you're in a place in your life to where you're in real financial need. Well, first of all, it's not that friend's responsibility to give you their money to to extricate you from your need. But there are a lot of people who will end their relationship with that person because that person didn't give them the money they needed to get out of that. I have lots of friends that are wealthy, but I don't look to them as my means for, for uh, you know, having my bills paid and all that. I look to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's different with Jesus. We're not looking to him for him to give us something. He said, I already have. I've already given you my wealth. I've already given you my power. I've already given you my authority. And so uh, when you go through these seasons in your life, don't let the enemy trick you and to start getting frustrated with God because you feel like, well, Lord, you could. Why aren't you doing this? So, I, I, you know, it just makes me mad that, that you won't take care of this. And the Lord's saying, no, he says, open your eyes. I'm not the one doing this. I'm the one that made the provision for you to get out of this. Get your, if Christians would get as angry and frustrated with demonic spirits and the devil as they do with God, we'd be light years ahead right now in the church. And so when you come against healing, we, you know, uh, about a month ago, we had a man come uh, to our church. I think it was on a Sunday when we had the, the ice and everything and we couldn't have church normally and we had to go back to our old location and uh, we only had a few people there because it was just a warehouse full of chairs and we, and we did the service live there and I preached. And uh, there was a man who came. Uh, he got there real late. He had went to our normal meeting place at Cornerstone over there. And um, we weren't having church. And he, somehow he found out where we were and he came. And he was dying of stage four cancer. And uh, he, they asked, they came in and said, well, pastor can't pray for him. And uh, one of the things that, that really, I think, accelerates and accentuates healing is if you have compassion for the people that you pray for. And when I looked at him, I could just, I just felt such a, a compassion for him. We laid hands on him and some gathered around. And first of all, don't be intimidated by whatever's coming against you. Greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. I speak to those of you that are sick today that have incurable diseases or death prognosis from your doctor. I bind that. Reach out and touch my hand right now by faith. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord. I lose healing virtue into your body right now. We are not intimidated by the enemy. Don't you let the enemy intimidate you. And when, when the enemy realizes that as a believer, that you're standing in relationship with God, that your relationship is sweet, it's intact, and that you're coming against the enemy. That man went back to the doctor and we got a report this week, he's cancer free. 
from stage four lung cancer to being cancer free. We've seen this so many times. So if you've been fighting sickness for a long time, go back and ask yourself, am I frustrated with the Lord because I feel like that he should have done this? He already has. What you're fighting is the devil. Transfer that frustration, that anger in the Holy Ghost against this thing that's trespassed. It's trespassed. I don't have any business being in your body. You're a believer. You're a Christian. You're a child of God. And I am the God that healeth thee, the Lord said. So today, as we end this, I'm believing that every one of you that hear the sound of my voice, the power of God's hitting your body and that you're being healed in Jesus' name. I love you so much. Some of you I will never see until we get to the other side of glory. But I still love you, and I pray the blessing of God upon you today. I'll see you next week. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org.